episode of Let's, Let's Get, Get Spooky. Spooky. I'm Leanna Vamp. And I'm Ashley Jonkis. And on today's episode, we are going to be talking about uh, kind of lifestyle stuff. The title of the episode is Spooky by Nature. It's a little bit about us. Yes. A lot about re- us, We really actually. didn't clarify who the hell we were. So no, we didn't. We- so it's going to be kind of um, our stories and how we have become the people that we are today. Mm-hmm. It's going to be exciting. Maybe like, it might maybe, be inspiring. It might be a little. It weird. might be sad. It might be weird. Might we like, well, know. that's unfortunate, but yeah, we'll talk we'll, about it. We'll circle back at the end and see how we feel about yeah. it. So, um, I guess we can kind of start off with our history, like from being a little wee one to back in the days of being a day. little wee child <laughs> when we were creepy little Halloween kids. Yeah. Um, I don't know. Do you want to start? You want me to? I start? guess I, I could start. Mine's okay. a little. Um, so I grew up in New Hampshire. And uh, for anyone who doesn't know what New Hampshire is like, most people, when you say you're from New Hampshire, especially in California, like, where's that? I don't even understand. It's like not a really ideal place to live because it's very, um, it's scenic in that there's a lot of apple orchards. There's a lot of- It's beautiful there though. So here's the thing, which is funny now, because looking back now, I'm like, as a location, it's really perfect for what- yeah. Yeah. There's seasons. as a wee lass- Mm-hmm. As a disgruntled, rebellious little asshole that I was, I <laughs> did not appreciate that. And I just wanted to get out because there was not a lot of people like me. There was not a lot of spooky little businesses running around. Yeah. So um, I grew up and by the time I was, well, I grew up as a five-year-old. As a five-year-old, <laughs> I grew up very quickly. Yeah, well, no, I realized like at five years old and I remember being in kindergarten and I realized that I could draw. And I realized, I'm like, I'm going to be an artist, damn it. Do you and remember your first drawing? Yeah, the cat on the mat. Really? Fucking, yeah. So there was like this assignment and I was in kindergarten and everyone was not good. They looked like beans on a coaster. That and was I, my drawing. I drew a cat on a fucking mat in my kindergarten teacher was shook and she's like, Oh my yeah. God, we have a child prodigy. And here. I didn't know. I was just like, well, this is just what I do all the time. Like what? So anyways, that's when I realized I was actually good at something. Yeah. I was a wee lass. And so by the time I was five, I was like, Oh, this is, this is me. I'm going to draw and I'm going to be weird. And so like growing up, I thought I was going to be an illustrator. And then I got into photography and I was always like an oddball because New Hampshire is like very, like you're going to be, if you go to Catholic school, like I did, you were going to be an athlete or you were going to be um, very like stereotypical prestigious or like, yeah. oh, I'm going to go to school to be a doctor. And like, yeah. and I was like, I'm going to draw on the ceilings. Fuck you. Yeah. Artists is yeah. not really like a, a it's thing not, people look at and are it's like, It's not wow. something that anyone would want to brag about. Right. So I grew up as like a weird kid and I was like a weird fat kid. And then I like lost the weight and then I became obsessed with like Lady Gaga. So then I dressed weird and I was just a weirdo. And that developed into me realizing that I was essentially drawn to like dark aesthetics. Yeah, which is kind of interesting because you think that lifestyle in New Hampshire, everyone looked at you like, what the hell is wrong with you? But if that were you like in LA, they'd be like, oh, cool. That's great. They're like, what band are you in? Yeah. Which is the case now. People are like, oh, like, what do you do? You must be an artist. I'm like, damn right, motherfucker. Yeah, an artist is like a prestigious thing. mm, Yeah, but in New Hampshire, it was not common. And it was like, because everyone had a very conservative attitude, it wasn't something that people would just blossom out of that town and successfully become anything. Mm -hmm. It was like, you kind of went to college, maybe out of state, and then you came back and that was your life. You, yeah. You'd like have babies. And, and I was like, I don't want that life. Yeah, that's not for me. So yeah, like me growing up, I was like that weird kid. 
where I, I like cut off all my hair, dyed it black, was drawing on the bathroom walls, taking rebel. Action. Yeah. I just teenager. Yeah. And I was not a bad kid. I like never did drugs. Yeah. I, I never did anything bad. Like, like I just you funneled all of your oh, yeah, I was, stuff through art, which yeah, is kind of amazing. Yeah. So then I funneled all of my experiences through art where it was like really bad things. I would channel that through my work and I was just not very well understood, but yeah. Was there a moment that made you like a defining moment where you remember you're like, oh, I'm different? Or was it just um, kind of like a like a path that you just took and then at one point you're just like, okay, this is who I am. I felt like I was alone in my thoughts a lot until I was more aware of the internet and I was mm -hmm. more aware of like cinema and, and I saw how other minds thought and I thought that I was weird in my own mind until I saw that other people thought like me. Yeah. And that's where I really expanded my mind was like, I might need to move across the country and I yeah, might, might not need, need to, to be here. I might need to get a job at 15 so I can get the fuck out of here. Yeah. Like it was just very like, this is what I need to excel in my own thoughts. And I was very alone a lot mm -hmm. and I had friends, but like they didn't understand me. They just kind of had me it was around. Just your group that I was like, a, I was yeah. kind of like this creature. It was fun to have like the pet. Yeah. Yeah. But no one really pet. ever asked like what I wanted. I'm like, I'm yeah, kind of here dancing. Yeah. So yeah, I was like a weirdo. I think, so for me, I, um, my background, people always ask cause they can't really figure me out when they look at me. They're like, I know that you're something. I don't know what you are though. Mm -hmm. So I'm half Mexican and I'm half Lebanese. So two very different cultures. Yeah. And I would say that the, um, like my Arab side isn't very much the type of like culture that embraces the spooky stuff that I like in like Halloween and the spooky culture. Um, I would say that my Mexican side definitely does like the Mexican culture embraces the yeah. day of the dead. And it's yeah. very, people um, have a lot of respect for that and they understand it. And it's part of the culture. They're visually artistic right. too, with their culture. So for uh, my mom's side, which is Mexican, she was always very encouraging for us. Like Halloween, we loved Halloween. She helped us make our costumes. Like she was very much encouraging in that sense was like, if you're going to be weird, whatever, I'm going to, I embrace you. I love you no matter what you are or who you are. Um, and so it made me feel comfortable with it. Um, but I also grew up like I played sports growing up. Um, I did not. And I, I played soccer for 13 years of my life. And I actually, I really liked it. I had a really good group of friends, um, but I still loved creepy things and Halloween. So I was kind of like, I wasn't a jock, but I yeah. would, could be considered someone that plays sports and like two kind of contrasting personalities. Um, and then as I got older, I just kind of embraced it more. And I think like you're saying, I reached that point in my life where I was like, I don't really care if these other people yeah. think I'm weird or I don't really care if my friends don't like it. I can like something that they don't like and it's not the end of the world. And uh, it took me a little bit of time. There's definitely moments in my life where I'm like, you question stuff and you're like, am I too weird? Should I rein yeah, it in? I like, deal with that. But then when you see the bigger picture, because I think when you're young and you're stuck in like a class of 20 kids all the time, you're like, this is my world. And then you see the world outside of it. And yep. for us, we go to like conventions and we see like all of these people who are obsessed with the shit that we're obsessed with. Mm -hmm. And you finally realize that you're not weird. You're, you're essentially in a sea of weirdos. Yeah. But the world just happens to be essentially boring. So it's like finding those specific groups to swim in. Which you kind of mentioned it earlier. And I think the one thing that changes a lot is the internet. Mm -hmm. And uh, we were actually talking about this earlier. We met through the internet. If it weren't for the internet, we would have never met each other. You were it was in Seattle. Instagram, right? Instagram, yeah. yeah. Uh, you were in Seattle and then I was in California. So mm -hmm. 
I mean, maybe the paths would have crossed because you eventually moved to California, yeah. but what are the odds? Yeah. Whereas if we didn't have social media and the internet, chances are we probably wouldn't know each other. We wouldn't be sitting on this couch because it brings to together guys. the same aesthetics. This is right. what we were talking about where if you feel like a weirdo when you're dressing a certain way out in public, that's one thing where someone is like, oh, like you're wearing a costume. Right. Look at you. Yeah. And I dealt with that a lot in Seattle where I, I lived in a fairly nice building. And so my friends would come over and we all dressed the same. We'd it's all kind wear of black. businessy where yeah, you like, were, right? But as soon as you put on black lipstick, it's like, oh shit. Yeah. Something's about She's to go She's a weirdo. Yeah. yeah. So we would like, leave the lobby and I remember our leasing agent always saying oh are you going to a costume party like why are you dressed up I'm like this is what we look like like this holy is my shit life. yeah so there are certain situations like that where that always will come into play wherever yeah. you are but we're just in the grocery store yeah. shopping for avocados and it's like everyone's staring at us like where where who where, are they? Yeah, what, what are you like, dressed up for? Giving us weird eyes and stuff. And we're it's just normal. Yeah, but the internet brings you together because there are certain pockets of people that all are alike. Yeah. And you find comfort in that because you feel like, yeah, I'm going to wear this weird, crazy corset belt to the grocery store. But all these other bitches are doing it too. Well, and even like I find that my pajamas are even like spooky or They're creepy. Very like, everything's yeah. Everything's very black and mm -hmm. just always black and lacy and... I mean, for me, I would say there was a time where I was like figuring out my style and what I, what that was. And then it just becomes second nature where you are, it's who you are. Like, I don't even question it. Like I, when you shop online or you go to stores, you go into that section, you don't even realize that that's happening. Yeah. And it just becomes like, it's your nature. It's, it's an who aesthetic. You are. It, it becomes, and I, as much as people would like to say, that our look is severe. Like I, on the flip side, when I lived in Seattle, everyone dressed the same where it was mm -hmm. like, everyone wore jeans and they wore boots to go hiking and they wore Patagonia jackets. Yeah. And that was a thing where I never really dogged it into their face. I was like, you're not going hiking. You're going to work in an office. Fuck you. <laughs> but I, I was like, that's your choice. Mm -hmm. If you want to wear pajamas, do it. Yeah. But I, the fact that there was like such severity all the time where people who had a clear vision for who they were, in such a negative way where they'd make a joke out of it. I was always like, thank God for the internet because I know people think like me. Well, and also I think that you can do whatever, do whatever you want. There's mm -hmm. always a group of people that like you can relate to in the world and the social media and the internet is like a good access point to get to those people. Um, the thing that I have a problem with is the judgment. Mm -hmm. Like, I don't care if you want to live in pajamas. I don't yeah. care if you wear a clown suit. I don't care if you like have whatever it is. It wear a diaper. Wear a diaper. Want to wear a diaper? Fuck wear it. a diaper. But own it. Yeah. Own it, and don't don't feel bad for it. Don't apologize for it. Mm -hmm. um, and I think that's one of the biggest things things that I learned later on in life is don't apologize for who you are. Yeah. People will try to make you feel like you're weird or you're an outcast. Or they try to pinpoint who you are. They think because you wear black, you must worship Satan. You're a goth. But like yeah. us, like me and you personally, like we met at our peak, like we bonded over the fact that we really liked star Wars, yeah. but like we were essentially wearing the same shit all the time. Right. Like we're very, right. there's a juxtaposition within our ourselves yeah. that people would not associate with. Like people think it's weird that I like so much weird nerdy shit that isn't dark. Well, I think that it's like, there's so many people and everyone is trying to find something to attach to. Everyone is like, when you don't know who you are, you're trying to find something yeah. to be. And yeah. it's like, you never, don't be a try hard. Yeah. Don't be something you're not, be who you are. And 
eventually you'll find people that are like-minded. Mm -hmm. And if you don't, then that's fine. And like, everyone likes a title and that's what sucks because yeah. for me, people, and I will just throw this term on myself because I'm just so used to it where people are like, you are a goth. And I'm like, maybe, I don't know. I just yeah. put it on myself when people put it in as a joke and I'm like, yeah, fuck it. I don't feel like labels should matter. I just think that people should live authentically and you should respect it. Mm -hmm. And people want, here's the thing. And I, I think we've kind of nailed this on a couple different episodes of like, aliens or ghosts or possession people don't like things they don't understand exactly. and people want to put something in a box they want to be you're um you know you're preppy you're a goth you're a jock like if you put someone in a category then you have all of these like preconceived notions of what that person is and you can be like oh well you're a goth you like this type of music you only wear black yeah. you worship satan yeah if you're like a, a church person you're godly you're mm -hmm. you know like there's so many things that people can put into a category because then it makes them feel better. And yeah, they think that they understand you because that's their way to get into your world. Yeah. Where like, for instance, I get into a lot of heat where I don't like death metal and I don't do drugs. And I deal with a lot of people who do do those things. But and people would look at yeah, you and assume like, assume Oh, she's like, a metal chick. So hardcore. Yeah. I'm like I go to bed by 11 PM and <laughs> <We're> grandmas. <laughs> I really like, like, weird shit yeah not that we kind. filmed this podcast early in the day because we like to be inside and not yeah. have to be out late we don't like the dark we like the dark we like the dark we, we do other things in the dark we do like sleep yeah not but, enough though but yeah it is kind of this insane scenario especially living in LA because there's such a big giant community of people who are like-minded in that they like horror they like um kind of like more of the dark but not um like satanic I, I don't know how to describe it but there's like there's this giant arena of people go to monster blues they go to like men's yeah, scream it's like, the horror culture yeah it's the horror culture and you could easily get pegged into a stereotype very quickly yeah um i think that one cool thing is like it's be not necessarily becoming mainstream but i think because of social media and the internet there is like you're seeing things that you may not be able to see like an event like Monster Palooza, we've gone to that forever because yeah. we know it and that's our scene. Um, but through us posting, we're able to make things aware to other people. And I think that's one really cool thing that I like personally about this podcast and what we're doing and uh, being the people that we are because I see it as an opportunity to be like a person to share those things with. Yeah. And for me personally, I don't think that I had that. I definitely didn't growing up have that person no, that was- same that I could look up to that was into the things that I was into. And it's kind of like, Hey, this thing's really cool. You should check this out. Yeah. But in our world, yeah. it was always like not our world. I was looking up to Edgar Allan Poe and he was dead. Yeah, I was like, just like, you got know, no tips. you're the man, but I can't call you. I got no tips for you. Yeah. Um, I always find it really funny because uh, around Halloween time. So if the, uh, the camera is not panning to the whole, uh, our whole set, but this is what it looks like all the time like it's halloween yeah. all the time and you've and seen my apartment it's yes halloween your apartment is too. the same yeah. um so for me and for you it's a lifestyle we go to like halloween time is my favorite time to go shopping yeah and i hit the ross marshall's tj maxx hells yeah Home and you get Goods, those little soap dishes even though you have 20 and i'll buy like yeah. 12 soaps because it's yeah. got to last me yeah. another 11 months until october yeah. next year and it's funny because you go um if this was after this was like Actually, when I was decorating Mike's stands. And but you did I, a good job, by the way. You. 
I like jazzed them up with. There's black some roses. ASMR going on if you touch them there real is. close. And so I go to I think it was Michael's, and I had a giant bundle because I didn't know how many roses I was going to need. And the lady's like, "Oh, this are you, are it's not Halloween. Are you why are you decorating for Halloween? This is like it's pretty decorating but, for my life." And she was like, "So." Not like judging in a bad way, but yeah. that kind of like, wh what do you need all this for? And um, we had like some skulls and some other stuff. And I'm like, no, this is just- This is home decor. This is all the time. Like we don't have a Halloween yeah. section where and things get packed word up. Word to the wise, Michael's Crafts, Joann's, they get lit by July. End of July, like early August oh, yeah. now. Yeah. I remember putting it on my story, and this is the power of like social media, putting it on my story that I was at Michael's oh, Crafts. Yeah. In July, did you just burp? I did burp. Nice, but it wasn't like a good low one. It, it was kind of it would have sound weak, so weak. I just but blew it over there. Like I think I think it was July 9th, because I remember it very clearly. Yeah, um, I go into Michael's Crafts and I am like lit, just doing stories. I have like 20 stories of like all this shit. I'm buying stuff I don't need, and then like three hours later, I see everyone else's stories going to Michael's Crafts, buying the same shit. I think that we need to do like a um, a Halloween. Not a gift a guide, shopping, but kind of like a Halloween shopping a guide. Shopping. We they, should do a shopping extravaganza. I'll, I'll sit I in the I love an you, extravaganza. You push me around. Yes. And I will pick up the things that I think is great. And we will like live stream it and so everyone knows all the good shit yeah. and where to go. We'll My, drop things, but we'll purchase them because we broke them. If you break it, you buy it. Mm -hmm. We follow the law. We do. Um, My favorite place, favorite, favorite, favorite place is Home Goods. So like mm -hmm. Michael's and Joann's and Marshall's and TJ Maxx, they get good stuff, but it's always kind of like, more lower end, like prop like cute and it's, shit it's sometimes like kind of cheesy stuff. Yeah. Um, Michael's, I would say had some really good stuff this last year, but home goods is the jam. Like if you I don't get know to, if I hit home goods. Oh my God. You are missing like the Halloween world. Home goods has like a really good sponsor quality us. stuff. Yeah. Home goods hashtag sponsored, please. Yeah. Um, I got a Ouija board cutting board. Like cool things that are like cool home what things. What one were you going to? So they get them at all. There's a home goods like right around the corner from here, but you have to go know. at the very beginning. Like, and they think they restock. Like, like right now. Like right right now in March. March, right now. We, we got to get like the early preview. Um, but because they only get like one or two. Yeah. But I have like, it's kind of, it's not really sad, but it's a little sad. I have a list on my phone of like all the stores and then like the closest locations yeah. because you'll see like someone will post or I'll see someone is like the coffin shaped cutting board. And I'm yeah. like, how many home goods are around me where yeah, I can find it? It's happening early and early because Target used to be the spot where they would put stuff out in August and yeah. they were at the trail. And this is a very specific genre we're getting into. We're obsessed with this shit. Yeah. But it was like Target, you go to Target, you buy all the shit and you're good. Target was late this year. I was a little- I Target got, was late and disappointing. Yeah. The it only, got real cute. And I was like, yeah, you it was cute. like a lot of teal. And I'm like, teal and Halloween are not, they don't go yeah. together. So if you're going to be in this realm, like stick to it. Just don't do teal. Because there's a lot of spooky bitches that want some dark shit. Yeah. And we don't want and colorful we're two shit. Of them. We're two of them. Uh, the, I think the only good thing that I got at Target, they had like those, you could see it right there, but it's like a little plastic coffin. Yeah. It looks like glass. And then they had a really cool uh, bat um, neon, like faux neon light. I bought a candelabra and it looks like it has a spasm going on because you plug it in and it's oh, not and it like, lights up. not like these lights where yeah. it's like a nice, it's like, like a little, like people come over and if they're not drunk, they're like, I don't know what's going on, but I'm going to leave. It's a seizure candelabra. a little bit. This is wrong now. Um, so I kind of wanted to ask, cause we talked about it earlier. Like 
I don't think that it's really an issue now. I think this would probably have been more of an issue when you were younger. Like how do you cope with people? How do you cope with judgment? Cause I think judgment and like this kind of we're we're not quite mainstream, but it is like, there's still kind of that stigma with when you look a certain way. Um, was that like an issue or did you feel like it was a struggle? Um, I think growing up, I had a less severe look until I hit 16. And that's when people were like, holy shit. Like yeah. you're laying on the eyeliner a little thick. Like I have a very signature look. Well, I, I am like, like third base for me is taking my eye wings off. Like it is very rare that you see me without my wings because it's kind of, it's become like a signature look. But yeah. Like, and we establish if the cult rules were no eyeliner, you're like, I'm no, not the cult. No, 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 no. Not unless it's Jeff Goldblum. But, um, <laughs> you know, like I feel like there are different ways that people judge me now that I am more insecure about than the way I look. I'm more insecure when people say that my work isn't good versus what I look like. And it's a transition where when you're younger, you're, everyone is just trying to fit in. And I feel like I don't need to fit in. I'm just doing what I do. Yeah. You're at this point, like you've, I kind of made a face when you're like that. My work isn't good. I'm like, who says that to you? Yeah, like, I'll fight them. I mean, I, I kind of, I mean, I like the challenge, but I just, I am now more focused on who I am in that respect as a mm -hmm. voice where I know that I'm going to dress like a fucking crazy person every day. So if yeah. anyone says anything, I'm like, well, I'm not going to change. I don't have time. This is right. me. But, we don't have time for yeah, change. That's like but, a lot of things. You know, you when it's change. 90 degrees in LA, it is a little bit like, Ooh, I don't know if I want to wear leather today, yeah, but this yeah. is me. Yeah, I, I feel like I don't think I ever really had um, any issues with like people picking on me about it. But I would say that it wasn't until really like high school time where I started embracing a look where yeah. I was like, this is who I am. This is how I want. I dyed my hair black. Mm -hmm. I like bleached the front. So when I, I dyed, dyed mine black, I dyed mine and cut it off. Did you? Yeah. And I wore, cause we had uniforms up until eighth grade and then we had a strict uniform. Wait, so you were, were you allowed to dye your hair in Catholic school? Um, or yeah. did you just do it? Yeah, I just did it. Yeah. I, not everyone did it though. They got highlights and highlights mm -hmm. were a different thing. I completely they got streaks. I had we called long, them streaks. I had long brown curly hair and I had a fuck it moment. Really? Yeah. I, like, I can't, I can't picture that. I try not to picture it, <laughs> but yeah, I just cut it all off. And, and then because we had from uniforms to a strict dress code, I just found ways to cut corners where they were like, Skirts to your knees and shirts to your neck. And I wore yeah. the tightest, craziest shit because I was into Lady Gaga. And yeah. I'm like, I'm going to look You're like this skirt's going to be gonna, to my knees. Yeah, but it's gonna I be looked tight like look a hot. hooker, but a dark hooker. And which was ironic because I like hated boys because they were mean to me. But I You're like, I'm going to look good for me. Yeah. So I don't know. Like I found ways to just be like, this is me. Yeah. I, I think that. So I cut. My hair was, I guess, kind of long, brown, wavy, uh, and I wanted black hair, so I cut it, I didn't cut it off, but I cut it shorter. I dyed it black, I bleached the front, I dyed those pieces pink, which oh. I thought was a great idea. Did and you, Avril Lavigne? Yeah, it was not one of my best moments. My eyebrows were awful. It was like a- She loved Hot Topic. I did love Hot we Topic. We still do love Hot I Topic. I do, but at, at the time, Hot Topic had like, Hot Topic was shit. less pop culture, more mm. like, more goth, mm -hmm. which was great. They had great boots. like killer boots they had nice parachute pants and i i think i surrounded myself around my group of friends that was like i was super into metal i still like metal a lot uh but around my group of friends that was into what i was into so i never really felt like yeah i was being judged and like when you have your group of friends if the other group of people over there is judging you you're like well screw you i don't care like yeah we, See, ha I, we have our people i had groups of i had a, a group of friends but a group of 
friends. Yeah, that makes sense. I was like a, mentally, I'm like, is there an extra syllable there? <laughs> um, but they were the exact opposite of me. And in like, even now when I was living in Seattle, a lot of my friends out there, they are the exact opposite of me, but yeah. I felt like they were tolerating me, but they kind of found interest in what I was because we were so different. Yeah. And for Which me- Which is like that dynamic is really cool to me. Like having a mixed group of friends yeah. where not everybody is the I same. I have a lot of hipster friends and they're down with me. Like we go to arcades and we're good. But when I was in high school, I was really into rap music and I didn't like death metal or anything. And I just hung out with people who liked the same music. And yeah, yeah I like, we're all black, but they respected it. Yeah. You had the common interest. Yeah, we all liked pizza and rap music. So it, we bonded over a rap song earlier. It was great. It was lots of laughs. Mm -hmm. And with that, it is time for, I know, your favorite part of this show. It's time for the halftime spook show. No, Which no, means no, 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 no. I thought no. no. I thought we we're gonna like not do this because I thought like that was a joke. Um, it was not a joke, and it is happening. So bear with me while I grab it. I'm not down um, for this. You're not ready for these creepy I treats? I thought this was like a joke. It's not a joke. It's serious. The people. We, disclaimer, we OD'd on guac and chips like 20 minutes ago. And this is not, I'm full. And I'm have, in a corset I, belt. I have side it. pains from all the guac that we ate. Um, yes, yeah, so I can't do this, but I'll watch you. Uh, uh. Ooh, that was a Ooh, good one. That was a five star Richter five scale star? of bullshit right okay. there. So I'm gonna reveal. I have to readjust you. Hold on. I'm gonna reveal. I'm gonna reveal. Ta-da! I don't think anyone can see what it is yet. Hold on. No one can see when they're just listening to the podcast either. So if you can't yeah, see I, this, I this is a tray. This is a tray. This is a tray held up by silver bones, and there's a, there's a monstrosity plate. of items that have worms sticking out of them. And I'm not exaggerating. They are larvettes, the original worm snack. Which she's doing this to me because. I fucking, I am afraid of caterpillars. She knows this, but I'm not do, I'm not doing, hold on, I'm gonna adjust this real quick. I can barely look at them in real life. Adjust your shit, but this is not what it okay. up for. So I'm not trying to like screw with you. I'm trying to help you overcome your fear. And they're the original worm snack, Sna or snacks, because it's with an X. Anthony snacks. Bourdain is looking down at your tray of bullshit right now and cackling because it's disgusting. No, he is, he is impressed. He is not down with this, with this. potential diarrhea scenario right and now. And if you can see, you can't, we used a lot of them, so you can't actually see them in the package, but they're in there. You'll see them on the, the gross little <sighs> snacks. Um, so we have a variety of, these are chicken nuggets. They're actually, um, Cold chicken nuggets. They're cold by chicken the way. nuggets. They've been out. Yeah, for, this they've been is really under that enticing. tray for a while. Yeah, with warm friends, and then we also have because uh, you you know birthday cake Oreos with also some little worm friends sticking out of them. These have little like you see the little hands. I don't know if you can see it that well, but I'm gonna hold that for you. And they, I mean, smell that. It no, smells, I'm good. It smells delicious. I'm good. So well, how do you how are you feeling? Would you rather try a nugget or a cookie? I mean. Or both. I mean, a nugget seems more like your jam. Um, I'm gonna give you this one because these these worms are very like excited. <sighs> They're excitable worms. And so these actually, this I don't think I so mentioned. This is so cold. It is it's, like, it's like my feet in the morning when I forget to tuck them in. Kind of hard. This is not ideal. <laughs> these are barbecue flavored, um, and they are 10.1 uh, calories. In case you're wondering, yeah, for the whole got his serving. Feet attached still, so I'm not diggity down Just, with this you bullshit. You can pick them off. I'm, it's protein. It's very good for you. Um, it's it's I, one gram of protein, which considering that's that's I'm good on good. protein. I'm a healthy bitch. But you can never. I mean, 
It's good for you. You should just try it. You should try it. Tell me how it makes you feel. Should try it. I'll I'll eat a worm. See, look. You had like twenty before we started. You know I'm afraid of caterpillars, but it's not a caterpillar. Yeah, but it's very fucking close. It and tastes- I had a traumatic experience, and I feel can like you, okay. Can you explain your traumatic experience? Because I need to understand okay. why you're afraid. Can of Can you hold my nug? I'll hold your nug. Thanks. Because I might not. You're just trying to get rid of it, but I'm going to give it back to you. So I had a caterpillar's nest fall onto my head because- How did that happen? We had a pool and there was a lot of overhanging branches. And if you know about caterpillars and how they form those nests, like you've seen them Mm -hmm. and it's like this gauzy bullshit and all the little baby ass caterpillars, they they roll up in there and they are hatched and shit, whatever. So anyways, I'm in the pool chilling like a eight year old villain. And <laughs> as you do. Yeah, as I do. It's a, it's a gusty day. There's like a thunderstorm about to roll up. So the fucking caterpillar's nest decides to fall right onto my head and it's sticky. And so me in, in the pool freaking out, having a nest of bugs on my head, I decide to dunk my head because I'm like, maybe it'll fall yeah. off my head. No. It sticks to my head. I come up, and now there's a wet caterpillar explosion on my head. Little guys and gals. No, no, no. Poor me. (laughs) I'm like, I'm traumatized, and it is stuck. And so I don't know if you could imagine the horror of trying to scrape a caterpillar's nest out of your uh, like over hairspray eight year old. I feel like it would get sticky. Not ideal. So that kind of scarred me for life. I don't like caterpillars. I do not request any caterpillars in my life. But what about like the transformation of a caterpillar? I don't even fucking like butterflies anymore. They can piss off. They've tainted butterflies for you? I'm not. I mean, they're cute, but I don't want them on me. I mean, yeah, but the cat, these aren't caterpillars. I don't want them in me. That's for sure. And here we are today. These are not caterpillars. Yeah, they're- They are worm snacks. They're larvettes. They're Uh, just cousins. Yeah, it's not a caterpillar, but it's a larvae. That's so much better. But it's got salt and sugar on it, so it's like a tasty little yeah, treat. Yeah, but when we went today and there was cinnamon-covered pipes, would you lick that shit and eat it? Probably. Oh. You know what? Uh, we talked about this, and I said last episode, I said, you can, like, next time you bring something creepy or whatever, gross, and I'll eat it. I didn't know we were doing a podcast today. I didn't know. Surprise. Um, <sighs> but I, I do have to say, like, most things I'll try once. I'll give it a shot. Like, I've done eyeball tacos, brain tacos, tongue. I um, had tongue. I did have tongue You did the lingua? Week. Yeah, It's pretty good. It was really lit. But I'd, I'd it all kind of just tastes like bacon because they just kind of grill it up on the same thing. And it doesn't really, the eyeballs were a little tough because the eyeballs, like, popped in your mouth. And yeah, like, statement of the day. They yeah, kind of popped in your mouth. They popped in your mouth. It was a little gross. But the flavor was nice. It's the texture that wasn't good. But I'm going to stop talking now because I'm going to hand you back your little nug, mm. little nugget, and you're going to try it. Mm. And if you like eat it with a nugget, you probably aren't going to even taste it. See, I don't like this game. You, it's a fun but game. But I ate the thing the last time. I thought we were done. I'm going to eat it too. I'm going to eat the- Well, you, I'll eat the part with his butt sticking out. Eat just, just try one. I tried to get her to try one earlier and she said no. I just don't like this game. It's fun though. It's fun Can for I everyone. But, him? Yeah, you could take him out if you want to. This game is so much fun for everyone but you, but sometimes we have to sacrifice- <laughs> What the fuck is wrong with you? <laughs> sometimes we have to sacrifice our own um, I'm comfort. not gonna eat his head, I'll eat his ass. <laughs> <laughs> and that's all you're getting from me. <laughs> Just eat his ass then. Do it, do it. I gotta make sure do he's it. down for the count, hold on. He's ready. You can't, you can't even taste it. 
just going to eat him. Oh. <laughs> See, that's totally like mental though. Cause what did it taste like? It doesn't taste like barbecue. It tastes like chicken. Tastes like chicken. But I'm done with this nug. And I can't really, I have my, <laughs> get the fuck that shit. Here. Um, I did uh, my job. I was going to eat that. I'm not getting paid for this. What the hell? You're getting paid with my love and affection yeah, and worm nuggets. snacks. Mm. It's a lot of butter. And I feel like he's stuck mm. in my teeth, bro. Yeah, I choked on the, the cricket last time. Yeah. What cricket a, legs. What a time to be alive. Yeah. I mean, I, they're fun. I they're guess crunchy. maybe we should do gummy worms next time. But that's just candy. We're going to do more bugs. I'm trying to plot my disgusting delicacy for you. So the only thing that, like most food it's gonna things. It's going to have teeth in it. It's gonna, oh. So my only thing that I'm actually like, I think would freak me out is I have a trypophobia, which if anyone has that, never Google it because it, it's like traumatizing. I think you kind of have it too. trectophobia, right? Because trectophobia is like the holes. You right. have the this fear is not of the holes. opposite. You're like, this is the fear of irregular patterns. So the thing- I like everyone has that. No, not everyone has it. Cause Cameron doesn't have it. I can show him something Fuck that makes- you, Cameron. <laughs> this is like an epidemic. It's like, it's the, um, and I forget what the actual series was that this like creature was created for. And it, I don't remember what it was, um, but it's the tooth child. Yeah. And if you know what I'm talking about, and if you have trypophobia, you see that thing. And I literally it's want- It's uncomfortable. And that's why it's so compelling. But, but I, it's a thing covered in teeth. I can look at it, but I would not want to give it a hug. No, I can't look at it. I It makes me, I will run away. Like I try and- It makes I've, me itchy. Makes me itchy. I want to jump out of my skin. I feel like I'm going to vomit. Like I get really hot and sweaty. And I've tried because I figured this is all in my head. There's nothing about it that is like- doing anything physically to me, it's just mental. So we were actually at Comic-Con and they had it, the full mm -hmm. size uh, tooth child. And at first I always thought it was a bigger thing, but it's actually a child, doesn't make it any better. And uh, some friends of mine knew that I didn't like it. And they're like, oh, I think you need to go down aisle 200. There's something really cool over there, go check it out. And I turn the aisle and it's like right there in a glass case. And I like, I wanted to scream. And then I thought, you're an adult, you're scared of a tooth thing made out of teeth. Like, don't be ridiculous. This is stupid. No, go, it's, it's gross. Go it next gross. to it. And I, so I tried to walk up to it and I'm like, maybe if I get closer and I look at it and I look really close, it'll make me feel better. And I tried to like, someone took a picture and I couldn't even look at it. It's disgusting. It That's makes me feel very- That's how I am with very... caterpillars. Hence my disappreciation for my worm nugget. Yeah. But I'm thanks sorry. for that. I'm sorry, but not really. I know, you're never sorry. You're gonna, I'm never sorry. You can get me back. You just have to think of something. So if you can make it like trypophobia, I'd probably struggle with it a lot. I, uh, I have a plan. You have a plan? Yeah. I need a, a specific pan for it. <laughs> like thinking about it, like some people have it where it's like this, like patterns, like, and I think that's the other one that you're talking about. Yeah. Where it's like it's holes, holes and patterns. Holes. Yeah. I don't have that. Like I can look at a, a lotus flower or like, I don't like, like holes, that. but I can look at a freaking lotus flower. Yeah. That's, it's weird. For me, it's weird. I don't like it. I'm not a fan of it. Um, but, and I don't understand like, why. Coral freaks me out. Coral? Yeah. Like the holes in the coral. Huh. Like, I don't like it very much. We're weird. Not my jam. Everyone's a little We love weird. black and dark shit, but we do not, we do like, not coral. like coral. We do not we like your teeth. Monster. Don't smile. That's why we don't smile. Um, so I think the next thing we can talk about are... Do you have any traditions like uh, Halloween traditions or like spooky traditions or anything that you do? I, so because of my upbringing, because it was so sporadic, 
and because New Hampshire is New Hampshire, mm-hmm. there wasn't any tradition other than like you would just go out for Halloween on Halloween. So it wasn't yeah. like this big thing. Like we didn't have a lot of stores. So there wasn't like this big hype, like, oh, I'm going to go to Michael's and buy all the fucking hand soap. Yeah. There was just nothing. <laughs> so for the first 18 years of my life, I was obsessed with it, but it was like a one day affair. Yeah. And in school, like Catholic school, it was like, oh, like for two hours, you can wear your costume, but make sure it's not inappropriate. Yeah. So I was constantly angsty and then, you know, Boston was a little bit better, but it was college. So everyone did it in a drunken way where I didn't It's just an excuse to party. So, and then Seattle, like they would maybe, you know, do a thing for a week and you'd go to a rave in a really slutty costume. And that was also not ideal. So I was always like angsty, like, come on guys, like what is this life? Yeah. And it wasn't until I moved to LA where- it's Halloween every day yeah. for anyone. And it can be Halloween yeah. every day and people aren't like, I mean, you're like pretty tame. Yeah. We're tame So here. I'm just now being like, what are my traditions? Yeah. I so I have, I have a couple, but most of them are like, they're Halloween time related things because that's really the only time that they happen. So obviously not scary farm. Um, Universal. Never done. You've never done not scary farm. We're going this year. We are definitely going this year. Uh, Universal Horror Nights, uh, Disney. Disney does like Mickey's Halloween party. I did but they, those too. They decorate. Yeah. So you don't have to necessarily go to the Halloween party to experience like the fall mm-hmm. uh, Halloween extravaganza they do. Um, and my obsession has kind of spread where it's not just here in California now. I go to Orlando because mm-hmm. Orlando does it so much better. Orlando's it's, big. It's just so much bigger and yeah. more grand. Um, and then basically every haunted house or haunted attraction, like, Anything that I can get to, mm-hmm. I will go to. It's overwhelming though in LA. It I have to say because the month of October for me, I was going some to something every day. Yeah. And I was still missing out on cool shit. Yeah. Like it was up until the 27th of October where I was just like, okay, I'm so tired. I'm just going to get to Halloween. Yeah. And there were still things going on. Like there was a Jack Skellington orchestra thing with Danny Elfman. Mm-hmm. I'm like, oh, I really- There was I'm a like, hocus pocus yeah. thing that I missed out on. There was, there's- Almost too many things, which is yeah, great. It's great, but I'm like, shit. But you're like, I want to do all of it. How do I do all of it? Yeah, it's intense. Um, one cool thing that we actually got to check out this morning before yes. we started doing this is um, it's called the I Like Scary Movies Experience. And it's essentially like a photo op horror themed gallery with a, with a bunch of different yeah, art and installations. It's, like an art, it's essentially if you like art and you've ever been to an art installation, whether it's like the LACMO or like the Getty or it, it's yeah. like, it's an interactive thing where you're like, I can take a selfie and this is great. And I'm now I'm art. Yeah. This is like for people like us. Oh my God. It's who, so amazing. Who salivate at the thought of even being in a room where they replicate a piece of like the it movie, but right. they've done it multiple times in different scenarios right. and, and with five movies. So, and for, um, it's really like going to any of the like knots or universal or anything like that. Like the haunts and the scary part and the monsters and all of that is awesome. But the photo ops are what like yeah. people really want. And a lot of those times in those types of events, you can't or they're situations, they're crowded it's fast. And- you can't really get a great photo, um, or you're not even when you're in Orlando. And a lot of the things in the mazes, you can't even have a phone out. They make you put it no. away because they don't want the light on, which I understand. And you're also dealing with people screaming at you. Yeah. Um, and personally, for me, it's something that I've always wanted to do. I've always wanted to have uh, a place where we can set up really cool, spooky horror themed backdrops and props mm-hmm. for people to come take photos. And these guys, I like scary movies, is doing that. There's five different, it's five, right? Yeah, five there's different themes. The Shining, there's It, there's um, Nightmare on Elm Street, Nightmare on Elm Street. Lost, Boys, Lost Boys, 
And what was the last one? No, no we I did said that. It. We did that. We said It. We said Nightmare on Elm Street. We said The Shining. We said Lost Boys. Oh, Beetlejuice. Beetlejuice. Like our favorite Duh. one. Yeah. Um, and we got an early sneak peek. And I think that's one really cool thing about like our lives. Like, yeah, so I'm not to go, brag, but yeah. like one cool thing about like, we've both put in a lot of work to be where we are. It's not like one day we're like, we want to be spooky. And then all of these things happen. Yeah. It's a, a culmination of living this life, loving this life, People being respecting you for loving exactly. it. Exactly. Um, so they were, we were lucky enough to get an early preview. So we saw like the, the process, it's not quite done yet, but the little bits that we saw, like we're pumped. We got some mm -hmm. photos. So if you follow us on social media, you'll get some sneak peeks. Of and what it's you're so in well done. It's like, as someone who like really appreciates cinematography, lighting, I, there were certain aspects that weren't even finished yet, but when it's lit, right. And then the things that were done, yeah, it was very spot on where you took a picture and it was flawless. Yeah. It's, it's really, fun. it's really creepy. And again, it's one of those things. And I think one of my favorite things about it, besides the fact that it's fucking awesome is we're getting it and it's springtime. Yeah. Like normally none of this stuff happens until what? Like it's about August, to hit September. 90 degrees and we're ready for Halloween. And we're ready for Halloween. Because I mean, we always are. Because Halloween is basically every day, whether everyone else likes it or not. Um, so it's definitely something to check out. I believe it starts April, uh, April 1st or 4th or something. And it I believe ends so. June 15th or 16th. Right. So you have a little bit of time. Um, there's tickets available online. Uh, if you want to follow them on social media, it's, I, I like scary movies experience. Mm -hmm. Um, and you can get all the information there. We will definitely be checking it out more. Uh, so we'll have more information to update on it as the time gets closer. Um, but is there anything else, any other traditions or any other things that you're looking forward to for this year that you missed I out on last of, year? I kind of, I don't even know. I need to start planning now. Uh, we're going to go to Knott's. I'm taking you to Knott's. We're going to go to we're Knott's. We're going to do Universal again. We did Universal and I loved it. Yeah. So. And I want to find what I really want to find are like some home haunts because those are really. There's some serious ones. Like there was a Netflix documentary. Oh, I watched I that. I did not appreciate that. That was like, that's where I draw the line where they put you in a bunny suit onesie and they're like, yeah, you're going to eat shit. That's heard, not ideal. Yeah. So there's a couple and I feel the same way. I love being scared. I want that's, something to jump out and scare me. I do not want to eat yeah. something. I mean, we'll eat bugs, but we're going to draw the line but at like dog shit. When you're blindfolded, like for, for that scenario, he was, he was blindfolding people and, and they would sign waivers. You had to sign a waiver. It was yeah, really intense. I, There's a safe word. Um, they they didn't I, have a safe word. There were certain ones that did, but his, I forget his name, but he was like- it, And it's was, a home haunt. He was very yeah. adamant Cameron, about- Cameron, do you remember what it was called at the documentary? No spookers. No, this, oh, I'm going to tell you about spookers. The, this too. is the one that he made you pay in dog. It's food in his or house. He paid for. Yeah. Well, and I, to me, we watched. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You, you was had it, so there it. was no safe word. No. So when we watched it, and the whole thing opens up, and you see him like duct taping a girl's yeah. head, and I was like, my only thought was like, how how is she going to get my weave out of that yeah. duct tape? These extensions are not cheap. Yeah. Sunny. And. I think that like the way that they kind of like sell it is like, it's a life changing experience because you let everything it's go. It's literal torture. It's definitely torture. And I want to be frightened. I want to be scared. I want something to jump out and be like the, the kind of shock, mm -hmm. but I don't want to feel my life is in danger. It's literally traumatic. Yeah. And if you're obsessed- And I don't want my hair ripped out. No. My duct tape is really what it's about. And I really, really don't want my head shoved in a toilet and I yeah. don't want people touching me. Like, I feel like if you are just a numb human 
and you're like, I've like I've been through some bad things, but yeah. I am I'm over it. Like you can scare me in a haunt, but, that's, but you didn't. Well, and I yeah, I, would I say like I don't want to pay for it, but no. that one you don't even have to pay for. I don't for. crave being tortured. Right. That's weird. There's another one blackout that's kind of like that where it's like completely dark and there's all sorts of things that you'd like. And I'm just like, I don't want to. No, That's I want to be movies are for a exactly. Bit. We'll live. We'll watch the documentary, but I don't want to sign my life away to like have something gross happen. I just, ugh. Um, but one really cool thing. So whenever we travel, I travel a lot for work and we go international. We go throughout the States. My first thing that I always look up is like, what can I do that's spooky here? It's the New can, Zealand one. This is the New Zealand yeah. one. So we went to New Zealand in Auckland last October which is great because it was right around Halloween time, meaning that there is going to be something Halloween there. But I wasn't sure how much New Zealand embraced Halloween because a lot of other countries don't. Like mm -hmm. it's it's not a thing there at all. Interesting. But they have this haunted house and it's not just a haunted house. It's like a, like a compound. Mm -hmm. um, it's called Spookers and it's out in the middle of nowhere. And it is probably one of, I would say the coolest haunted houses I've ever been Interesting. to. It was so rad. And I think the fact that it's in the middle of nowhere and it was like yeah. an hour Uber Sounds ride. like an asylum And think something. of New Zealand, like the scenery, there's yeah. rolling hills, yeah. it's beautiful. And then you get to this like decrepit old house um, and there's like different, it's kind of like a universal or not. So there's like mm -hmm. different areas and different rooms. There was one thing where they had like a shipping container and it had this laser and then fog. So you can't see probably from like, maybe like chest level yeah, where yeah. I was down and you have to walk through it. And there's obviously things in there and people chasing you around. And for me, it takes like, I'm a jump scare. So if you were like hide behind this couch and go boo, I would be like, ah. yeah, yeah. But it's momentary. There was people losing their shit, like screaming and crying. And I don't get like that, but I love that people do. Yeah, and I yeah, like, yeah. I live through their experience, but the like, the house was so cool to go through the actual haunted house was probably what Cameron, like 30 or 40 minutes. It was huge. There was so many levels, so many rooms. Um, and it's a family that owns it. They're amazing. So if you ever find yourself, it's maybe an hour outside of Auckland. That I would need a diaper for. Do you, <laughs> cause you took me the universal horror nights for the yeah. last time. And I was like, I, I do dark shit. I'm like, I, that's my aesthetic. And yeah. then I go in and I'm wearing a hat and all I remember is like holding the bits down and like screaming while trying to take really good oh my God, Instagram you're, videos. You're I was like screaming at everything that did not matter. Like a, a demogorgon that yeah, looks like, like a Yeah, it's not really plant. scary. Oh, it was yeah. the best. See, again, in those experiences, we actually went to Knott's and my we took my parents and my mom is hilarious. Like if we go, we're bringing my mom because she is like hours of laughs. She is screams so loud and like to the point where I'm like, I feel like she's going to start hitting people because oh, she gets so scared. But it Cameron was scaring her like everyone just realized we're like, you're the you're our target. Yeah. Like you're yeah. easy to scare. And I every maze, it was so funny. So yeah. I was laughing the whole time, but I had been there already. So I had experienced everything and yeah. I was just like living the moment through her again. Um, it depends on the theme too, because I feel like there was certain haunts like the Michael Myers one, I you love him though, I so that's him. a different I was experience. Like, ooh, ah, ooh, do it again. And then for like some of the other ones, <laughs> give like, me more. Like the Universal Monsters, that one actually kind of freaked me the fuck out. Yeah, and it was really intense. Yeah, I think that. See, I see it as a, like my favorite one, um, and it was my favorite here and in uh, Orlando was the Poltergeist mm. uh, maze. 
whole, that's, I love that movie so much. And they did such a good job. Like they had the clown in it. Um, in Orlando, they actually had like, you walk into the maze through the swimming pool. And so they're like, you're walking through like earth and it's wet and there's dirt and there's like vines coming through. Like they really went all out. Um, and just, I don't know. I just love feeling like I'm part of it. Like feels like they thought about the atmosphere. Yeah. And when you grow up loving a movie or a film that you watched over and over and over again, and it scared you Mm -hmm. too, you get that element of like a little bit of fear, but fascination because you're like, this is so fucking cool that they made this. Um, So I live for that time of year because I'm going to do, we're going to do everything this year. I know. Because we have a job to do. We have a show to tell all the people what's cool. Lock me out on my Google calendar, girl. I'm going to give you all the dates. We're doing all the things. Doing all the things. Uh, so I think that'll do it. I feel like you got a little bit, uh, Does she want a creepy treat before we end? Oh, no, 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 I'm good. Creepy I treat? Don't, no, I still have, I had a creepy treat. Did you not see me eat that butt? But there's, a, there's, <laughs> you ate just the ass. Yeah. There's a creepy cookie treat though. Nope, you didn't have that I'm one. Good. That is actually disgusting. I'll, how about I save them for you? I'll give you like a, a doggy, uh, to go doggy bag and you can take them. Yeah. Home. If I don't have enough issues going on in my life, give me a doggy bag. Thank we ate you. a lot of guacamole. You're Shit. welcome. I love you. So thanks for tuning in, fiends, for another episode of Let's Get Spooky. I'm Leanna Vamp. And I'm Ashley Jonkis. And you can watch the full video of this episode at the website. It's letsgetspooky.com. You can also download the podcast on iTunes and listen on Spotify. So thanks for tuning in, and we'll see you next time. And don't forget to stay spooky. Stay spooky.